It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is a Friday, TGIF, and the Reds are all finished up down in Florida. They're going to get out of there just in time before that hurricane arrives, but heading over to St. Louis after taking three out of four from the Marlins. The Marlins do finally get one back in the game in the season series against the Reds as they win in walk-off fashion on Thursday night, Rysel Iglesias again coming into a non-save situation and again pitching pretty bad. He actually notches his 10th loss of the season. And I don't put any sort of meaning behind pitcher records, but that is at least a little bit interesting to see a, a number of that magnitude in a relief pitcher's win-loss column. But on the other end of the spectrum, Aristides Aquino, again, hits a home run. Just absolutely killing the ball, continually killing the ball. He's up to 14 now, and he continues to set records for National League rookies. Just on top of things. I, I'm telling you what, it's almost getting to where it's this, you, you can just type up you know, if if you're on the Twitter.com, you can type up a tweet, save it in your drafts, almost schedule it for, you know, sometime during the game saying that Aquino with another home run because he just continues. I don't know how he does it. Like, it looks like the game moves so slow 
for him. The way that his batting stance is, and you know, he lines up. It's almost like he lines up the pitcher with his bat, holds it out in front of him, almost like he's aiming. In fact, it looks more like he is a golfer who is lining up a putt. That's how easy it looks for him. It looks like it's just sitting on a tee, ready to go. And then the pitch comes over the plate, and he crushes it. Just absolutely murdered that 14th home run. And he had all three RBIs in this one. And Joey Votto scored two of the three runs. The other three, uh, the other run coming, of course, whenever Aquino hit the home run. So it was good to see from Joey Votto because, you know, we've talked about this many times. I'm not about to jump into it again. But Joey Votto is a guy that I want to see as a catalyst. Get on base, get around, score some runs. That's what we're looking for from Joey moving forward. And then also Alex Wood with a decent start. Only giving up three runs there and six innings of work. Did come out in the seventh, but wasn't able to notch an out. They ended up going to the bullpen from then on out. And, you know, that that's kind of the, the quick recap of it. Of course, we, we, can, we could get into the whole idea of, well, the Reds scored more runs in the first than they did the rest of the game. That's been a theme. Well, the Reds get runners on base, but they can't bring them around to score. That's been a theme. But overall, I just kind of want to look at the big picture. The Reds finish off the season series against one of the worst, arguably the worst team in Major League Baseball. I think the Orioles probably have a better argument than that, but they finish the season 6-1 and one against the Marlins, it's confirmed if they were to play them 162 games, the Reds would be the best team in Major League Baseball. But I think there's a lot of teams you could probably say that about. So I don't think that's really going out on any sort of limb. Really, the biggest takeaway from Thursday's game is we, we continue to wonder where Rice Alaglacius has gone to. The Rice Iglesias that we knew in the even, I mean, obviously last year, but over the last couple of years, is gone. I'm not sure what it is, and uh, I was actually coming home. I was listening to the game on the radio. I had left the Bearcats football game. Shout out to UC beating UCLA 24-14. But just in time to hear that Iglesias give up the walk-off home run. And uh, <laughs> I was in the car with my father-in-law, and he had mentioned, well, you know, maybe he just really wanted that game to end. He just came into the game, and it was time to get on the plane and fly to St. Louis. <laughs> and I think that's about the best way you could spend that. That's uh, definitely a hashtag spin zone there. But it did get me to thinking. And actually, you know what I'm going to do? I, this is what I'm going to do. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Locked On Reds Twitter poll of the day. Picture this. It is opening day 2020. What do you want to see out of Rice Iglesias? Do you want him to be in a Reds uniform and presumably the, the Reds closer? Or do you want to see him on another team, meaning that he was traded for a big bat or you know something of that nature? 
the Reds used him to get better in an area of need. Which would you rather see? So that's the poll question for today. When it comes to Rice Iglesias, do you still want him to be the Reds' closer in 2020? Or would you rather him be a trade chip that brings in maybe a big bat or something? That's going to be on the Red, Locked On Reds' Twitter poll for today. Go and vote. We'll have the results on Monday. Here, I'm, I'm going to take a quick break. i uh, got some ads to do and all that good stuff. And here in the second half, we're going to do some Locked On Reds line questions. we got a couple of voicemails and a text message that I'm going to get to. I mentioned earlier about the Bearcats and college football, and if college football is starting up, that means the NFL is right around the corner. And I know for the Bengals, their first game is a week from Sunday. They're going to be traveling out to Seattle. Definitely go over to Locked On Bengals. If you have not already listened to Locked On Bengals, I implore you to do so. Joe Goodberry and Jake Lithgow have a really great rapport really great hosts and they bring to you the absolute best information you can get about the Cincinnati Bengals they get some great interviews and things of that nature and on Wednesdays they're going to have crossover Wednesday so maybe they'll be talking with the Seattle locked on uh, Seahawks podcast host on Wednesday to preview that matchup each and every Wednesday on the Locked On NFL Network, you will get Crossover Wednesday where your favorite host and your favorite host's upcoming opponent are going to get together and talk about the game. Locked On NFL Crossover Wednesday is just one of the many things brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network because they bring you your team every day want to talk to the guys out there real quick guys are you looking for a performance boost in the bedroom look no further than blue chew go over to bluechew.com and enter promo code mlb you're going to get your first order for free you just pay five dollars in shipping that's an introductory offer through the locked on reds podcast today i know i've said it a couple of times before But Blue Chew is the only chewable form with the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. And because it's a chewable, it's going to work faster. So when you want it to work, it's ready for you right there. And it's convenient because you order it through the website. You just answer a few questions that they have for you. There's no awkward in-office doctor visit. There's no awkward standing in line at the pharmacy with unnamed pill in your hands and some cashier looking at you sideways. No, you skip all that. Go to bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. You'll get your first order free. Just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Reds podcast today. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom, cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. 
You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Friday. Normally, I've got a phone in Friday, but I kind of had to change some things around, shift them around. But hey, that's all right. That means I get more time to talk to you guys. And with that, we're, we've got more time to do some Locked On Reds line voicemails and text messages, which is what we're going to do right now. Hey, Jeff, this is Scott from Central Michigan. Good show this morning. I think the big point uh, as far as Jose Peraza and the direction of the team is that they the Reds used their last option to send Peraza down for one week. Now, they could have saved that option for next year if he was in their plans for next year, but I think that uh, that point really tells the tale that he's not in their plans for next year. Thanks for the call, Scott, and I agree with you. I think they have made it very clear and very evident that Jose Peraza will not be in a Reds uniform past this season. Now, I don't know exactly how that's going to be, if they trade him or if they non-tender him, how that goes down. I, I don't imagine that there's a ton of trade value. There might be a team that's willing to take a flyer on him, but by taking a flyer, that means that you're probably getting a double-A guy who maybe he's got upside, maybe he doesn't. I don't, I don't know what that would mean. Maybe Peraza's part of a package deal or something of that nature. I do think that the Reds, if they are looking to make trades this offseason, they're going to have to get creative because they've pretty much emptied the coffers of the farm system. They still have Jonathan India down there. They still have Hunter Green, but I'm sure most teams would be skittish at the idea of trading for Hunter Green right now until they see him come back from his injury and his Tommy John surgery. But mostly I think they're going to have to get creative with a couple of major league guys, maybe some guys in AAA who could be major league guys, but they've just been pushed out by other guys who've done better. Things of that nature. So maybe Jose Peraz is part of that. Maybe they just non-tender him. I'm not sure, but I completely agree with you. I think he is no longer in their future plans. Got a text on the Locked On Reds line. Text line. If you call it a text line. You probably don't call it anything. like it. It's just the Locked On Reds line. I got a text on it. From our friend Jimmy Feltner. He is a recurring caller. And I appreciate your question here, Jimmy. How many blown saves before the, the Reds pull Rysel Iglesias? And it, it's interesting because, and this is David Bell. David Bell is a staunch defender of his guys. The, the players on the Reds know that he has their back in pretty much all situations. So every question that has been lobbied toward him about Rysel Iglesias has been met with, no, we have full confidence. No, we, there, there's no wavering. We, we know who Rysel is. We see, we see his talent every day. We're not worried about him. And that's, that's all the answer that we have received from management. There's been no wavering in their philosophy when it comes to Rysel Iglesias. So with that being said, if I go by what I hear and what I see, the fact that we continually see them roll Rysel Iglesias out there in high leverage situations, 
I don't think it'll change for the rest of this season. Now, this offseason is where it's going to get interesting, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I think he could be a very lucrative trade chip to a team that sees his talent, sees the stuff that he still has, because he's still got great stuff. There's just something going on. I don't know if it's mental, there's some kind of block or something like that, but I don't know that Dick Williams or Nick Kralt would have to do too much selling to another team to be like, yo, change the scenery, boom, this guy is one of the best closers in the National League, you know, or American League, wherever they're trading him, whatever the deal might be with that. And if you can package him in there for a legit bat, a legit, like, I don't know, catcher, shortstop, whatever. Just a legit bat for the lineup. I think you got to pull the trigger on that. That's not a far-fetched idea either. That was something that, you know, you look back in the history of the Reds that they've done. They've traded good relief pitchers for good hitting or, you know, a, a, an arm here or there, something like that. They know how to maneuver. And I think Dick Williams is very well aware of that. I, I totally disagree. I saw a take the other day, and this is kind of getting off of your question, Jimmy, but I do I do think that for the rest of this season, Rice of the Glacius will probably remain in his current role, and I think it's almost like one of those, we'll reevaluate you during the offseason. You know, one of those things. But to kind of go off on a tangent for a moment, I did see something the other day, and... This isn't me taking the low-hanging fruit. I've seen multiple people say things like this. Saying that Dick Williams needs to go. And I have absolutely no idea where someone comes up with that thought. Just absolutely no clue. Because when you look at what Dick Williams has done as the man in charge of this front office. Now, sure, there are people, well, he's been a part of the organization since 2006. How has, has he been given this much time? He wasn't making decisions since 2006. Well, Jockety was making the decisions. And sure, Dick Williams was part of the staff. But, I mean, if you're going to sit here and look me straight in the eye and tell me that everyone a part of the organization since 2006 is a part of the problem. I don't know that you know how an organization works. You can tell your boss until you're blue in the face about something that you believe you should, your, your office should be doing or your department should be doing, but he gets the final say on that. If Dick Williams is sitting there and saying, we need to rebuild, we need to trade these guys, we need to get prospects, get younger, rebuild right now. And Walt Jockety's like, I, I hear you, sure. But no, we're not, we're not going to do that. Well, then that's the end of it, period. Now that Dick Williams is making the decisions, we've seen the fruits of those decisions. They're good. So get out of here with this whole Dick Williams needs to go stuff. And I don't think most of you think that. I, I think there's a small minority that thinks that. But I felt like it was worth addressing because that gummit, I think he's done a pretty good job. And I, I do think some of you agree with me, so we're moving on. Let's take a quick look at this series with the Cardinals this weekend. It's a four-game series, and there's only three days left in this week. That's right. They're playing a doubleheader on Saturday. I've heard them talk about on Reds Live and on the Reds Live postgame that they believe Tyler Malley will be called up to pitch the second game. One of those games, the first or the second game, on Saturday. 
which means that we've got Trevor Bauer going on Friday. Tyler Malley is slated to pitch the first game on Saturday. Sonny Gray will pitch the second game of that doubleheader on Saturday as well. And then Luis Castillo will finish up the series on Sunday. As far as the Cardinals are concerned, on Friday, going up against Trevor Bauer will be Dakota Hudson. Saturday, they have not made that determination yet. Uh, the probable starters for the Cardinals, in fact, as I look at it on Reds.com, the probable starters for the Cardinals on Saturday and Sunday are all TBD. The only one pitcher that they will likely miss will be Jack Flaherty, which uh, if you check out the Locked On Cardinals podcast, I was on that show the other day with Moose Michaels. We were talking about this upcoming series. I think it was the Thursday edition of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. But he had mentioned that most Cardinals fans consider Jack Flaherty to be their ace at the moment. Uh, the best pitcher in, on their team. So look for, we'll probably see Adam Wainwright this weekend. And we'll also see... The mustached man of Miles Michaelis. I don't know if that's his nickname. It should totally be his nickname. Anyway, that's just my thought on the matter. And they've got Yadier Molina back healthy, so that'll be fun to boo him from our couch. But overall, it's an interesting weekend because this means a whole heck of a lot more to the Cardinals than it does to the Reds. They are in the midst of a very fervent pennant race right now they were off on Thursday night and the Cubs were playing the Cubs beat the Mets which means the National League Central standings are as follows the Cardinals are in first place they're only a game and a half above the Cubs and down in third place is the Brewers at five and a half back the Reds are currently five games behind the Brewers for third place maybe that's something they could get up to Hey, maybe that's the thing we can look at for the rest of the season. See if the Reds can climb up into third place. That'd be kind of fun. Talking about a third place finish after uh, this roller coaster season that we've seen. But all in all, this I'm gonna I, I expect to see quite a bit from the Cardinals. They're gonna manage the crap out of this series. Be interested to see. I I believe David Bell's a gamer. I believe that the this roster that the Reds have are all gamers, and I think they're going to be ready to play some spoiler. If I had to make a prediction, I'd probably say they split. Moose on the Locked On Cardinals podcast said that he believes that the Cardinals take three of the four games. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I know that the Reds and Cardinals have had a pretty decent season series. The Reds are 6-9 and nine against the Cardinals this year. And this is the final series of the season between the Reds and the Redbirds. Kind of sad to say that because that means that baseball is uh, slowly winding down. Especially for the Reds, it's winding down. We're not going to see the postseason. And that's a bummer. Because I love me some baseball and I will miss it whenever it's gone. Let's enjoy the rest of this season here. Anyway, that is going to be it for me this week. That's it for the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me and downloading. Make sure that you are subscribed to get the show each and every day into your podcasting queue. Whichever podcasting app you are using to listen to right now. If you have not already done so, hit subscribe for me. 
I would really appreciate it. Also, check us out on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone, 513-549-0159. Like I mentioned, questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got, throw them our way here on the Locked On Reds line call or text. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? Or being able to take control of more than just the wheel? Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.